ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inumia te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. Tēnā rā atu tātou katoa, e hui hui mai nei i runga i te reo karanga o tēnei rā. Uh, nei rā te mihi mai o hau o mātou, e hereana ki tēnei kaupapa, the whānau guide for COVID-19. Kia ora everybody, I'm Te Arahi Maipi. Welcome back to another daily show of the whānau guide for COVID-19. This initiative has been brought to you by County's Monaco Health with support from Auckland District Health Boards, Waite Matā District Health Boards and also the Northland District Health Board. Everybody all coming together with one purpose and that is to give you the help, advice and support that you need for you, your whānau and your community to help get through COVID-19. I'm Te Arahi Maipi. Uh, we've got a few key messages before we do. What we always do on this show is a live Q&A session with experts within different fields, all different aspects around uh, the information that we need to help us get through uh, this uh, pandemic. Um, so just before we get into that, though, there is one very important message that we started off yesterday, and this is a big directive that's come from Ministry of Health, and it is about us getting ourselves checked if we need to for COVID-19. We are at level four, we're still there. There has been discussions about what level three is going to look like when we eventually get there, but for this time, we're still at level four. And one of the key messages that is coming from the Ministry of Health is for us as Māori to get checked. So got a few steps of things to uh, tell you what the process is going to be and whether you need uh, to make that initial call. Uh, to Healthline or to your doctor to see whether you do need to get checked. Now, first of all, you only need one of these symptoms, only one out of a cough, sore throat, runny nose, shortness of breath, loss of smell, or a fever. If you have one of those symptoms, then the odds are that you probably should get checked. Now, if you don't have any of them, then that's fine. Then you're fine. You might be uh, you might be having some other type of symptoms, but they aren't COVID related, uh, nineteen related, so you don't need to get checked if you don't have one of those symptoms. And also on the test, they are completely free. There's no charges involved. If you're worried about how to get there without breaking your bubble, it's fine. If you need some assistance or some help 
to get to your test, it is fine for somebody in your bubble to take you or to support you there. Um, if you can avoid it, please don't use public transport in order to get to your test. All clinics have protective measures, which means that they've got all the gears to keep you safe and to keep everybody else safe that are visiting uh, the testing stations. But if you have masks or a glove, or, or a set of gloves, please, they do say it is advised to put those on before you leave the house. Uh, make sure, really important, that you have a working cell phone or access to a working cell phone because that's how they're going to get in touch with you to let you know what your results are. Uh, it's really important also, just as a precaution, to keep out of the way of everybody else when you're on your way to your test. Now, always, um, if you're still not sure, sorry, uh, about whether you need to get tested, then the best bet is to make either one of these two phone calls. You can either call your doctor or call that number on Healthline. That is 0800 358-5453. That's 0800-358-5453. If you're still uncertain about whether you need to get checked or not, just give them a call. They'll have a phone consultation and then you guys can take it from there. There are 77 testing sites throughout the entire country. They've got 14 scattered throughout Tamaki Makoto. And the best way to find out the testing station closest to you is visit the website of your closest uh, hospital. On there, there's a map for all the testing stations that are nearby. So that's a really important message, Ehuama. Uh, we're doing a great job of getting through COVID-19, but we still need to make sure that we're really diligent, especially around testing, to make sure that if uh, early detection is great, so we can keep ourselves, our whanau and our communities safe. And also one other uh, important thing that you need to know is that www.covid19.govt.nz. That's the best website to get all the information around uh, the coronavirus. And we'll go through uh, just a quick um, roundup of the uh, latest statistics over the last 24 hours. So this is day 25 of the lockdown. 13 new cases of COVID-19. Uh, that's what the Ministry of Health have confirmed. Eight of those are confirmed and five of them are probable cases. So that brings the total now to 1,422. But as we've seen over the last few days, that has slowed down dramatically, and that's because of all the good mahi that everybody in their whare and their mirimuris have been doing. Uh, the number of people who have recovered is up by another 51 in the last 24 hours, so that's 867 in total of people who have recovered from uh, confirmed cases of the coronavirus. 20 people are currently in hospital uh, with COVID-19 related symptoms, and there are three people in ICU, one each in Middlemore, the need in hospital and also in the North Shore. Uh, two of these ICU patients um, are in critical condition. So now I'd like to bring about our guests today. And I'm really, again, it's been awesome over the last few days just getting different perspective, different scopes, different views of how COVID-19 is affecting us and how we need to get through it. Nore our manufiri. Uh, first of all, uh, introducing Andrea Mangana, who's the owner and head instructor for your fitness and training on the Te Atatu Peninsula. Andrea, tēnā koe ngā mihi kia koe me tō whāna. Ngā mihi, Andrea. Lovely to have you on board. We're just having a few... Oh, I can't hear. There we go. We can hear you, but that's okay. We'll come back to you very soon. We'll try and get the, the 
uh, the headphones all sorted out, but I also uh, like to say kia ora to Ulima Tofi. Tēnā koe Ulima, he works for uh, Māori Health at County's Manukau DHB and is a physiotherapist uh, and also the co-chair of Te Tai Ora Tinana, the National Māori Physiotherapy Rūpū. Tēnā koe, brother, pē whēana. Oh, tēnā koe, uh, te well, it's a strong Warriors theme we've got here because Ulima used to be with the physio for the Warriors. Uh, Andrew is married to Joe Vangana, who's a Warriors legend. And so Rob Mokaraka would probably play Stacey Jones or something like that if there was a Warriors movie or something along those lines. But Rob, hopefully, te, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> ah. te, te brother. Uh, and uh, yeah, Rob, I'm really looking forward to getting okay, your insights around mental health. Ewa. Ngā mihi kia koe. So we'll get straight into the questions. I'll come to you, Andrea, in just a little bit. But Ulima, first of all, I'm interested to know, so a lot of the people that we've been talking around, whether it's mental health, whether it's uh, medical health, so you're a physiotherapist. Um, how are those sessions? Are you able to operate in a virtual sense with the mahi that you do? Yeah, um, so a bit, of a bit of a disclaimer, I guess, Fano. So I'm not... Um, Practicing currently day to day, although I'm you know qualified physio. So, um, what's happening out there at the moment, Fano, is uh, yes, we're still able to hold uh, sessions. A lot of those are via uh, telehealth or, or, or you know via Skype or Zoom type of. Um, yeah, that's our the main way that we're still able to to you know do our mahi with our with our uh, Fano out there. Can't buy, brother. And how does it, um, because it's a hands-on profession, oh. how are uh, uh, the physiotherapists and their uh, patients, how are they kind of working through um, uh, treatments and consultations? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I guess, um, uh, you know, whilst part of physiotherapy is, you know, there is a hands-on component of it, um, a big part of it is education, is, you know, yeah. empowering, is, is um, you know is that sort of teaching aspect? So um, you know, I think for our physios, it's provided uh, an avenue for uh, us as clinicians to actually upskill and not just you know revert to the go-to hands-on. Um, so we've had to be better with our communication. We've had to be better with the resources that we're giving our Fano because the other ones we're going to do the mahi. Um, for our Fano, you know, I think um, it's probably changed some of the expectations around you know what a physio session looks like and. And what they're uh, going to be expecting when they, you know, when they hook up with us on 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 uh, online. So, um, yeah, I think all in all, it's it's you know it's been a learning curve both ways. Good point, um, Andrea. Uh, I'll bring you in now. I think we can all hear each other. So that's awesome. Uh, I want to first of all just kind of paint the picture as to what did business look like before level four for you. Andrew, can you hear me? No, we're still having a little bit of audio trouble. I don't have my will come back to you in just a bit. Sorry, I'll bring Rob into um, uh, the discussion. Uh, and Rob, um, just to bring some context in regards to the mahi that you're doing, uh, in 2009, you had a major episode in regards to uh, mental health. That's changed, changed your life. Uh, since then, yep. you've wrote and you've gone on tour with uh, your play, Shockbro Confessions of a Depressed Bullet. To give us some context about um, 
about that and your view on things since, bro. What, what, how has that changed your life? And if you can talk to us a little bit about uh, shop bro commissions of a depressed bullet and its, its aims and its, and its goals. Well, yes, kia ora, brother. Um, first of all, I'm very blessed to be alive because in 2009, I had a very public mental breakdown where I provoked the police to shoot me dead. Now, I was acting so erratic uh, and I scared the police and I was shot at close range in the chest. And I'm very blessed to be alive. So, brother, over seven years with a lot of therapy, a lot of aroha and help from my friends and whanau, I created Shop Bro Confessions of a Depressed Bullet, which tours around Aotearoa and parts of Australia to communities. And I also get invited to organisations to present my story, which is funny, dark, real and educational, because mental health and suicidal ideation is not prejudice. So mm. that's why I get invited by everybody to know it's okay not to be okay, and it's okay to ask for help. Oh, bye, bro. How are you managing your well-being through this lockdown period? Brother, this is just another day at my mental well-being office, to be honest, because <laughs> I am checking in. I am checking in myself daily. It's part of my ritual. How's my hindengaro? How's my tinana? How's my waidua? And how's my taiao, my environment? Because those, all those things are affecting us every day. And I'm not doing a massive checklist. I'm just checking in on how am I feeling mentally and spiritually? And do I feel safe? Just simple things like that daily. Oh, boy. Well, that's wonderful to hear that you're well. I want to um, come back to you shortly to talk about uh, some advice that you might be able to give uh, some of our whanau out there that are doing a quite tough and mental state. But I'll bring Andrea back into the corridor now. I think we've got everything all fixed up now. Andrea, you can hear me fine? Hi, kia ora. Andrea, I just want to ask you, first of all, um, we're talking about uh, the application of physiotherapy, uh, what Rob's gone through and what he's going through on a daily basis. But if we rewind the clock, what are we again? We're at day 25 of the lockdown. If we can go back 26 days ago, what did your business look like? Um, so we put, we implemented, um, you know, personal space awareness uh, as soon as, COVID-19 came about. So we're fortunate that um, we've got a, a really good gym space. Um, we have uh, our flooring is one metre by one metre square mat. So everyone, it was easy for everyone to know where their two metres was and where, you know, where they could, um, where they were safe. So that was the, the first thing. We've always had hand sanitizer in our gym. I'm a, can be a bit of a germphobe having been uh, in the gym industry for quite a long time. Um, you know, and I'm really well aware that it's it's just people coming and going and you don't know what's coming in and out of the space. So we've always had um, the, the hand sanitizer uh, available in that gym space. And we just started sanitizing the equipment more um, carefully. Um, we started to get clients to bring in their own training mats and also a large towel rather than just a small hand towel, sweat towel, um, just to kind of reduce that cross-contamination. Um, and we even encouraged people to bring their own little hand sanitizer. But the main thing was wash your hands when you leave home, sanitize when you walk in. If you're bringing your own equipment, you know, that was the best option. Um, and if not, they would clean their equipment. And then myself or my other trainer would clean once everyone had gone home. Um, so, yeah, just keeping it as clean as possible, making sure everyone had their space um, and was comfortable with that. People were starting to freak out a little bit 
before it went into uh, mm. level three and then level four. Um, so we did notice that class numbers, you know, were were being reduced um, just organically and for whatever reasons, but, you know, kids played better. Um, yeah, so th that's kind of what we did. And we just communicated a lot more on social media and, and, and to all our clients individually so that no one was missing um, the messages. And we just kept them updated. Uh, yeah. Well, Andrew, since then, um, are you running uh, online classes or what's been your interaction with you, with your customers around uh, health and well-being and, and fitness? Well, fortunately for me, I live in Teatro Peninsula and it's, it's a one way in, one way out. So we're quite mm. a small community. We know our clients quite well on a personal and a professional level. Um, so we've just We've had, everything's changed. So we do have a small private group online uh, where we provide a couple of online training sessions. Uh, we post workouts. We've got challenges going. Um, and, and some of those were instigated by clients, I might add. So I've seen a real shift in their positivity, uh, their engagement um, online rather, you know, because we can't be um, kanohiki for kanohi. So um, it's just a matter of... Uh, yeah, providing, giving them um, resources, and also I outsource, like I, I do recommend, you know, uh, if you want, go on TV. Les Mills is on there. There are so many uh, resources available, free as well for everybody. Um, I to mix it up, I do tell them, you know, try everything, anything mm. that's available to you. Um, but I, but it was quite refreshing. I did get a message from a couple of clients saying, "Are you going to do any more live sessions? I really like those because they get to." I guess, in their mind, train alongside me and my whanau. I do the live sessions mostly with my husband and the three kamariki that live at home with us. Um, so I guess it's that that connection that everyone's missing with people they know, that whanaungatanga, that um, the online presence is what's important, is, is keeping mm. that connection there, for me anyway, more so than even just the workouts. Yeah. No, absolutely agreed. Um, uh, Ulima, I'll, I'll ask you something because uh, we, we're doing our, our online uh, classes and um, I actually, embarrassing enough, after an eight-week challenge, I actually hurt my back playing euchre with the kids. It was, real, it, was, it was a tricky move. It was a tricky move. It was a bit of tension. And then, so in that event, if things happen within physio and I need to get an assessment as to what the injury was, lucky I was tough enough to get through it, um, how does that work, an injury assessment in, in the line of work that you do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh... First of all, bro, bro, I'm wondering how heavy are these cards? Are how heavy are these cards you fellas are playing oh. with? <laughs> um, that was embarrassing. I got up. I was like, oh, Jim. But um, I think it's more, more of a sign of old age more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So you know, I guess the the, the key thing for Fano out there at this time, when we're uh, you know in our bubbles, when we're told to stay away, is that um, you know injuries like that do happen. You know, and and I know like. Um, you know, Andrew's been talking about there's been a big surge of whānau wanting to nothing else to do, so, you know, may as well get ready for that front line uh, come matatini. And so, <laughs> you know, sometimes, um, you know, we end up um, biting off more than we can chew, perhaps, you know. Haven't been off the couch for 10 years, but now I'm going to go and do a 1,000 burpees. Mm. Um, you know, and so it happens. Mm. Um, and then so I guess the, the important thing for the whānau to know is that, uh, um, you know, if they're concerned about going to the GP or they're not able to access that uh, many private practice physio clinic 
clinics at the moment do have uh, telehealth services. So you can actually uh, ring up, uh, book an appointment, and then just like we've done today, you know, you'll get a link, um, and then you'll talk to the physio on the other side, um, and they'll ask you a whole bunch of questions, um, and then from, uh, you know, their skill, from their expertise and their knowledge, they'll be able to sort of point you in the right direction. Um, if they think you need to go for further investigation, then uh, x-rays are still available. Um, but also, I think the other uh, key thing is to remember that, you know, man, if, we, if we're injured and we're hurt, you know, we've still got our hospitals, our, our ED departments mm. are still open. And so, you know, if we don't know where to go, you know, that's where, that's where we're going. We shouldn't be staying at home and, and um, you know, hoping uh, things are going to get better. Um, so, you know, like one, we can ring out uh, on telehealth. And you can just jump online, Google, you know, physios close to me. Mm. Um, and then if really in doubt, you know, then you just go to the A&E, uh, go to the emergency department. Rob, just talking um, uh, with them, it's more from a physical sense, but what about uh, from a mental sense as well? Uh, there's a lot of emphasis that's been put out there about exercise, about looking after yourself physically and your tenor wise. You're saying that on a daily basis, you go through, you know, your, your daily routine of making sure that you that you um, that you're well. What about for our whanau, um that are out there that are finding things really difficult at the moment? What, what's is there some, I guess, first steps or, or key bits of uh, message and information that uh, you feel they need to know? Yeah, brother, it's a it's an interesting time because everything is escalating because of the COVID nineteen situation. Mm. So this pressure is starting to build in people's houses mm. and people's minds. And the big mm. one is, um, and I was just on a radio interview, and I, I'll repeat it: is we have to learn to be kinder to ourselves. We are our worst mm. critic. Mm. We really got to be stop being so harsh mm. on ourselves. Mm. Because don't worry, there's a whole line of other people outside who want to be hard on you. So yeah. what, why, are, why, why are we the first in line to be harshest to ourselves? So that is one of it, brother. And the other one is um, we all have the power to kōrero and speak up. Because I tell every community, you're allowed as much help as you need, as often as you need. we just got to get over the shame, uh, this, this mm. pride of... Um, Saying that we've got this, we've got this. Guess what? We're in a we're in a global pandemic, and we don't got this. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and I'll just repeat something that a, a Buddhist monk had said: Relax, everything is out of control. Kelda. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Sounds like my household at dinner time, brother. I'll try and do that. <laughs> um, I want to continue on with this, uh, Rob. Um, what about if 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 you're okay, you're feeling all right, but you know you know in your heart that somebody within your bubble isn't. Um, what's what's the best steps to do then? Uh, the big one is take them aside. Just just go have a quiet space. And it's a key thing is I say this with everybody is we've got to learn how to listen without judgment. Mm. We've got two ears, one mouth. Zip this up. And just listen for mm. more. That person needs mm. to be listened to and know that they're not a freak, they're not a failure, they're just a human mm. being who's feeling very fragile and vulnerable. And um, and I'll tell you what, who are really good at this is are our tamariki. Our tamariki are really good at talking mm. from the from the heart. 
they are great mm. examples of how we should be. We all get a bit too overly complicated up here. Oh, I'm going to analyze this. Mm. I'm, going to, I'm going to just create such a, a healthy little bubble. And the kids just speak straight from Nangako all the time. Mm. So mm. just find that safe space in a whare. If you have to create a room, which is from this hour to this hour, it's got some incense. It's just a safe place for people just to kiato, kiato, mm. have a safe time. Mm. Then you know, you just know maybe I have to go and talk to the cousin or mum, or maybe mum just needs me to get the hell out of his space. <laughs> <laughs> God, bye, bro. Thank you so much for sharing that, Andrea. Um, what about you and your whanau? So you talk about we talk about the gym and your clients about how to keep them uh, active and engaged. What are you guys doing uh, within within your bubble within your household uh, to, to uh, keep you guys physically and and mentally well? Kia ora. Um, so we start uh, year after we have um, he wakarakia um, mm. at eight thirty in the morning, and uh, we've been doing that every day since day one of lockdown. Um, so whether that's in Te Reo Māori, Te Reo Hamoa, Te Reo Pākehā, um, it's been a real, really good way to get our, our um, whānau up at a decent hour, um, start that whanaungatanga and yeah, kia tau, kia tau, um, tō tato whare, uh, well, tō mātou whare um, and get us ready for the day. Mm -hmm. uh, once we do that, we we pretty much daily will do some sort of exercise, but we try and train four days a week, whether that's at home in the garage, at the gym, or going for a run. I personally have to have my own time. So each morning I'm up and I'm out the door for a run or a, or a hikoi before everyone's up for wild karakia. Um, and I usually listen to a podcast. Um, uh, whether that's a, a spiritual podcast or just a te reo Māori podcast. Um, mm. It's my time for me to just have, have to myself, and that gets me, because I'm so used to being on the, we're very busy whānau. We're up at the crack of dawn. We're out. Sometimes we don't see each other again until 9 o'clock at night. Um, so that, that wākarakia has been a really good way for us to start our day. Um, you know, we've got an 18 and a 19-year-old, and they're still figuring out who, I, who they are, mm. what, what, what do they believe in, um, so it's just a really nice time for us to share kōrero as well. Uh, we do our sessions, our training session. Um, we have no gadget time from two to four. He wafa noingatanga anō. So, you know, uh, but most of the time we're playing cards or we're playing Scrabble or we might go outside and shoot some hoops or we might just go for another hikoi if the weather's good. Um, so all that stuff has been really good. Um, I just wanted to reflect on what uh, Rob said. Um, the, for me, I started training at a young age because that helped me to to be calm. And so um, I've, I've found that with clients um, now, they're starting to look at how they train differently now that they've got the time, that they don't have necessarily the space. So they're bringing their tamariki into it, and that's just a beautiful thing. I was out running the other morning, and I bumped into a client who had her two little tamariki on their, their little bikes, <laughs> and she said, I don't know how they're going to cope when we go back to normality, and they've got to get up and go to school instead of getting up and going for a hikoi or a bike ride with mama. So, um, yeah, and there's lots of studies showing, lots of research behind the effects, the positive effects of exercise, whether that's a walk, a run, or a CrossFit session, uh, what that does for people emotionally, spiritually, 
uh, not just physically. So a big part of maybe Lima's job and, and my job as well as over the years is sometimes you end up being a counsellor. Um, but a big thing that I live by is to turn emotion into motion. And I have done this all the years that I've been uh, coaching, training, is, and I do it myself now. If I'm sat at my desk and I'm studying and I'm overwhelmed, um, and people that suffer from panic or anxiety will understand what that overwhelming feeling can feel like, I, you've got to turn that emotion into motion. You leave the environment and step out the front door, even if it's just to walk up the driveway and back or around the block. Um, that's probably one of the biggest, best pieces of advice I ever had. I still live to that to this day, and I say it to my kids, and I say it to my clients, my whānau, whānui, everybody. If you start to, especially at this time, there's not a lot that we have control over, but what we do have control over is the choices that we, we make in our whare, or for ourselves, for our tīnana, for our hinengaro, for our wairua. Yeah, so, you know, turn emotion into motion. Another good thing, sorry. Orokoroa, um, which is delivered by Ngari Motewati from Māori Movement. I started that uh, when he started on Thursday, the Thursday, first Thursday of lockdown, and that's just Māori meditation. And that's a beautiful thing. So if you've got time at 10 o'clock the, in the mornings, go on to Tūruki Healthcare. Yep. And uh, join him and his whānau for Urukuroa, which is just a beautiful uh, practice of Māori meditation. And that's right. really helped me as well. Mm. No, no I love, I've seen your bees. He's a good man. Um, and I've seen, seen the uh, live streams that are happening on yeah. Tūruki Health. We're also sharing the whānau guy for COVID-19 as well. Rawe e nā kōrero katoa. Ulema, I just want to ask you another question. Um, how would you rate, like, how important is it to be physically active, uh, exercise. And we've talked about, you know, and yeah, if there's so many, you know, um, online classes and, you know, physical activity. But I guess a lot of that has been uh, around people who were exercising beforehand. It's just for them to continue onwards. But um, how important is it for everybody, especially if they're starting to feel down, that physical activity can be a good thing for you uh, to help us get through to what will be the remainder of lockdown level four and still level three is going to have some heavy restrictions on us on our movements and our and our ability to engage with other people yeah um you know i think um uh you know first of all it's huge you know i think um like both of our other kaikore have touched on you know the importance of um you know being uh, mindful that uh you know physical well-being and physical health you know is important but as maori that links into, you know, all those other facets, say, um, you know, te taiao, you know, hinengaro, mm, uh, even mm. our mātauranga. And so, so, you know, uh, for us, it's uh, the way that I approach it when I'm with my clients, Māori or not, is that, um, you know, whether it's a specific exercise or whether it's just like uh, for a walk out there, you know, to the letterbox, um, you know, all of those things, uh, strengthening, you know, some form of, of, of the fighting that helps, you know, keep us up. And so, you know, I, I don't think that uh, we, you know, I think exercise is hugely important, but I'm not, you know, I don't think everyone needs to go and do a 10K run every day, mm. you Aye. know, and so we need to really, like Rob talked about, really sort of key in to sort of where we are today in this space and actually, 
what I need to do is just exercise my mind today, you know, and so I'm going to go read or I'm going to mm -hmm. go and do some breathing. I'm going to go and do some meditation. Um, I think uh, sometimes we get caught in this sort of uh, hamster wheel of, you know, I have to keep doing more and keep doing more and keep doing more. Um, but what we end up doing is not really listening to, you know, what's keiroto. Uh, and so, um, you know, yes, I think physical activity is hugely important, but that's going to change depending on the time of day, depending on, you know, did I have a good sleep? You know, is, uh, are my babies healthy? That's going to change in terms of, you know, what that looks like. Mm. So, mm. Kia brother. Uh, oh, look, this has been wonderful. Tēnā koutou. Really, really have enjoyed this conversation. There's a lot of things to think about for us moving forward, not just through level four, but ongoing, because there's going to be a lot of help and a lot of support and, and uh, a lot of focus on us uh, around our physical and mental well-being all the way through. Uh, Rob, uh, mm -hmm. if people need support, and uh, don't, you know, this is a traumatic event that everybody's going through and different people, depending on their circumstances, uh, will react to it in a different way. Uh, where's the best p place to reach out for support? Is there numbers, is there calls, is there services that people can reach out to uh, who, who really Look, need yeah. help? Yeah, brother, um, there's a lot of numbers, there's a lot of services, but one that comes to my mind is the easiest one to remember. It is 1737. You can text or you can make a phone call mm. to a trained counsellor um, and mm. just hold the line. If it's Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but just keep breathing. And this is what I do have in my general life is I have the type three. Three people I trust with my life, I can call any time, mm. night or day if I'm not feeling well. Mm. If I'm feeling scared or vulnerable, as a tāne Māori, I, um, I can call these people any time and they don't judge. They just listen and they ask me what I need. And sometimes you don't know what you need. You just need a safe place to coordinate all this mm -hmm. out of you so it's not stuck. So be kind to ourselves, Fano. And if it's really mm -hmm. dangerous and really urgent, obviously call someone you care. Break that bubble <laughs> to help somebody. Call the police if it's that drastic. If someone is physically being hurt, call the police. We've got to look after each other, Fano, because it takes a village to save a village. Kia ora. Rob, Ulima, Andrea, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out today to be with us on the Vano um, Guide for COVID-19 and really sharing Kareko, not just your guys' skills in, from a professional sense, but ukoto kare aroto. Hei whāngai i te hunga e mataki ana e mai ana. Thank you for all so much and all the best for the next little bit and hopefully we'll look forward to catching up with you guys soon. Ngā mihi kia koutou. Uh, wonderful uh, sharing uh, and again like, a lot of the emphasis that we have uh, on the show has been about health has been about symptoms has been about getting checked and those are all very very important but just as especially has been important some of the key messages that came out of there is to be kind to yourself look after yourself be kind to others and making sure that we're looking after ourselves, not just in a physical, but also our mental uh, capacity as well. Nō reira hua mā, kua ea ngā kōrero, kua ea te wākea mātou, anā kua mutu ngā kōrero mō tēnei rangi. Me hōra mai ki runga, ki roto i o kōtou kāinga, me o kōtou mirumiru maha, pai mārire ki a tātou katoa.
Nā te puni kōkiri e pūtea tautoko, made with support from te puni kōkiri. Nā puoro Jerome, ngā reo puoro. Soundtracks from Puro Jerome.